Let's Talk Global podcast. My name is Adish and I'm joined here by a very special guest from my home in Kerry, Neve O'Mahony. Um, so Neve is a fully qualified medical doctor. She is a full-time junior doctor at the moment in New Zealand and she is on the side studying to be a nutritionist and she has also set up her own Instagram and TikTok page, The Health Nook Doctor. Or health not doc. <laughs> Sorry, Neil, welcome. Yeah. Hi, how are you doing? Thanks for having me on. It's so I'm exciting. Nervous. <laughs> oh, thanks so much. I was really honored to, ask, to be asked. Oh, thank you. Well, I suppose I'll begin with explaining to the listeners how I know you, or you can explain mm-hmm. actually. How do we know each other? Like we grew up, you went to school in Castleland. You did. Sec- you were in the prayers, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, in the convent. Um, but we played football together. We it was yeah. a junior football for the Desmonds. Yeah, I was trying to figure. Out, I'm terrible for years and dates, but we played football for a few years. Yeah. It was gas crack. We did, and we 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 did well with the juniors. <laughs> I know. Yeah, then it got very serious, and I was like, I'm gonna bow out. Oh. <laughs> uh. So I suppose, let us know, really, um, when you hear the meaning of Novatorient, which is to seek or desire a powerful change, how does that relate to your own life? Um, I was trying to think about this beforehand. Like, I really, it's a great word. Well done on finding it and bringing it back to life. Um, I think I really identify with the kind of I think in my own life, I'm always, I've always been seeking or desiring change, improvement. Like I love change. I think so much good happens from change. I think being still and idle the whole time is never good. But um, like I've always been working towards goals, like career, business, relationships. And it's not about the end goal. It's about the process and the mo- the momentum moving forward. So it's not a perfectionist thing. I've I did many years of perfectionist, and that didn't serve me. I think progress over perfection. But um, yeah, like and then setting up the health note doctor. I think everyone has their own, to a certain degree, something they want to improve, to change in in a healthy way and holistic way. So I think the health note doctor will help me help people reach that. Yeah. <laughs> And as well, like being in medicine, like you don't really enter medicine without trying to help and change people. And you just see powerful change doesn't have to be a huge, massive act. It can be the smallest thing. It could be smiling at someone and making their day like it's small, persistent acts rather than huge, big gestures and massive things to me. I love that. Small, persistent acts. Yeah, that's lovely. So for you, like, what was the the catalyst or the motivation for you to seek a change? For me, it was actually lockdown, I think. Like, lockdown 1.0 in Ireland, like, it was just very much work, eat, sleep, repeat, which is much less fun than the song. Um, <laughs> like, I was a, like, I was an intern in Tralee, so luckily we didn't have too much of a burden of COVID there, but... Um, God, there wasn't you know like it was lockdown you had nothing else to do so I was just I'm not good when I have nothing to do so I do a lot of thinking and I was kind of I considered you know nutrition as just because I have a, an interest in it but actually using it as part of my career like medicine can be very linear do you know it's very you do your five or six years training, you do your intern year, then you can do two years basic training, then you could have like five to seven years more of higher training. And wow. I that was not for me, like in that direct year on year approach. So I knew after intern year, I wanted to take a break, work and travel and live abroad and just kind of relax. So I relaxed and I kind of thought more about, well, what if I did the nutrition training? What if I what if I was to set up a business and all this? So I think the catalyst was lockdown. It's where my brain started taking over and making big ideas and plans. Okay. And how did you yeah. end up in New Zealand? 
really luckily um the plan was always so I came over here in a group of nine which has been great crack mm. um um nine doctors so the plan was always New Zealand and we had kind of our application sent in around January February maybe last year and then like locked or COVID started like really you know becoming what it is now mm-hmm. and we were like oh god I hope this doesn't affect us and then it got you know like Ireland was locked down New Zealand was locked down and we're like oh shite like I've no job in July if this doesn't work out now because I haven't applied for any other jobs because I just presumed I'd get in so there was like a definite stressful few months but um it finally all came together so uh, we traveled out in August and we've been here ever since and like it's very bizarre being over here do you know like when all your friends or family are at home and in in lockdown for like like it for eternity it seems it's quite it's very normal over here it's a protected little bubble and how like for you did you feel that kind of um initial shock compared to home when you first landed Oh, definitely. Like, I feel like there was kind of two shocks because firstly, New Zealand is just so far away and it's so culturally different from Ireland. Like it's great and the people are lovely, but there's just a lot of differences. So you're kind of getting used to that way of living, but also moving from a really COVID, like COVID world where it was all social distancing and wearing your masks to over here where it was so informal they didn't really have cases you were all up in each other's space like at the start you were like back up you're in my space (laughs) and like now it's just so casual um so there was definitely like a little while of getting used to the New Zealand way of living and also the non-covid way of living really yeah it sounds amazing I'm quite jealous (laughs) oh I know well I'm actually leaving. I'm only in New Zealand for one more month. Okay. So I'm, yeah, I'm moving to London. So moving to London next month. Oh my goodness! So, so exciting. I love London. London's yeah, amazing. Back into the belly of the beast. But I'm excited. I'm really excited now. I have to say. Okay. Okay. So I suppose for you, when you were at that moment, either deciding to move to New Zealand or deciding to become the nutrition to become a nutritionist what for you was exciting about it and how are you feeling um I suppose for New Zealand I just wanted adventure like I'd lived in Ireland my whole life like I'd done trips here and there and I'd lived in Switzerland for a summer and Sri Lanka for a summer but I was just like I'm done with this now time to pack the bags go away for a few years so it was just a sense of adventure and something different um and then with nutrition like I'm a big old nerd like I love learning but you know there's no and I hadn't been studying properly since like my final med exam so I'd been like a whole year and I was just gunning to learn more stuff and learn stuff that I was interested in and just even between the period of signing up for the course and starting the course like I was all excited thinking of things that the health note doctor like things that eventually became the health note doctor but do you know like the social media thing was a very much an add-on at the end I was like oh I could do this mm. like there's, there's a lot of excitement in it and it still really excites me even if it terrifies me as well <laughs> that's so good no that is so important that it does excite you you know and that you're still yeah. enjoying it yeah Um, yeah and then like did you have an initial plan or did it just kind of like unfold as you went along I think like it I I had a vague plan of what I do you know in my head but I'm not I'm not really I think you're making a definite plan is kind of a recipe for disaster because your life happens things change like in my head I suppose I would have like worked abroad for a few years come back trained to be a GP and kind of made that my life Mm -hmm. um but I'm really enjoying what I'm doing now and I can see where it will go to in the future and I think it'll make me much happier that'll be more fun do you mind giving us more like details about what it is that you're doing right now yeah like with in which part 
suppose with the junior doctor and the health nut doctor. Oh yeah. 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 So at the moment I'm working full time. I'm in the pediatrics department here in um, Hamilton in the North Island. And I actually love it. I'm really surprised because I didn't think I would, but I'm really enjoying it. Um, and the kids are so cute and so great. And then kind of that's my say day job night well and like nights and stuff and then kind of I've my lectures I've about two hours of lectures a week um and I try and keep up with those and I'm thankfully even though it might be better there's not a lot of continuous assessment but there'll be an exam in kind of September time um which will make me fully like certified to be a baby nutritionist (laughs) wow yeah so big things yeah so like with the nutrition side how is it then that you're marrying both your experience as a doctor and then the nutritionist so at the moment yeah it's really interesting like nutrition is hugely important and I see so much impact of like poor nutrition in hospitals now I'm not going to like like there's dietitian is the expert and they deal with like the sick patients and in hospital patients and it definitely I'd be dealing more with the preventative nutrition it's the preventative and kind of people who are overall well but I see myself kind of I do eventually see myself as a GP and using that in my practice with people who are wanting to make changes or just see themselves a bit stuck in a rut or not really sure about nutrition choices because it is an absolute minefield like it's really it's terrible for people they don't understand there's so much misinformation out there um so just kind of having an extra an extra weapon in my battalion yeah and like is there a focus of nutrition when you're studying to become a doctor no, not at all. There isn't, we did, we learned no nutrition. We actually, I stand corrected. We had like a, do you know, one of those module modules where you could pick what you wanted. Yeah. Um, and there was one of them, I think it was in like third year or something and it was nutrition and it was good, but it was very basic. Mm-hmm. And it was the module you picked because it was easy to get like good marks in, do you know, it was a bit of a DOS and you're like, I'm working so hard and all the other ones, I just need a bit of a break. Like, do you know, there was no, like you think it's so important to our health and so like vital to living a healthy life, but no, we're just very taught about the medical side and how to treat with tablets and everything, which is absolutely necessary. But I do think there's a bit of a hole in our knowledge base and I just wanted to educate myself fair play to you though for even like recognizing that and then I suppose your your love of learning and your value of learning and education Mm. stands to you there where you're like it sounds to me like you're a lifelong learner you know because you love it so much and you love yeah yeah that's yeah there's nothing better than to have that trait um, for you then, was there like a moment of realization um, when you started setting up the Health Nut Doctor? There is like a really pivotal moment that it's really funny. Like I, it's so clear and I remember everything about it. So before, right before I started, I remember I was in Tralee, I was on nights. I was on like I was an intern on the surgical team and I just had a free moment and I was like sitting in the office and I just was like musing about life. Do you know, you're like up at 4 a.m. You're a bit delirious. You know, the mind wanders. And I just started, I had a scrap of paper and I was writing down like, what could my life be? What job theoretically could I have? What would I enjoy? And it was very like, you know no bar no limits just what could I imagine and envision and I just kind of thought up an idea of having like my GP practice but also being a qualified nutritionist and involving more like sleep like education about sleep and exercise and all like the other aspects of self-care and then kind of bringing in the health nut doctor and that's where the idea was kind of born and I remember I went home went to bed slept all day and you know that was more like put it into my back pocket 
didn't think of it again because I am a terror for like having big wild great ideas and just never following through or never thinking oh actually I should do that I'm more like oh god that will never work out mm-hmm. um but I remember for the next night shift I it was um my boyfriend he we drove over and I kind of I was like oh I like I really want to tell him my idea but I'm nervous and like what if he thinks oh god she's like full of notions like Joe with these big owl ideas yeah. and I was like um well I had an idea it's probably stupid it probably would like be not you know like qualifying it so much and just being like don't even listen to me sure I'm all up my own head and I just told him like kind of the general gist of what the health and doctor could be and what value I could I felt I could give people um and he was so great immediately like he was just like absolutely definitely a need for it go for it you know kind of just nipped all my doubts in the bud Oh. and it was that day I signed up to the nutrition course but it was a very like oh god I'm probably being stupid and this is just a big old idea that Joe would come to nothing but I remember it just like my little scrap of paper I think I still have it just with all my oh my you ideas. saved that yeah it's it's gas like looking at it now I'm like wow do you know and it just so shows the power of like encouraging words, you know, where you're kind of in. Oh that- my God, yeah. absolutely. And like, that's the thing. I just, I'd have these great ideas and then I just freak myself out and be like, no, 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 stop now. Don't be like, stay in your lane. Yeah. And just having people. And like, since starting it, I've had so many ni- like beautiful words of encouragement from people. And it really does help. Yeah. <laughs> and your videos are fantastic. They're so informative <laughs> and they're so fun. Like, honestly. I, I actually really enjoy doing them. I remember the first one, I was like, oh God, I'm mortified for myself. But then I was just like, fuck it. Who cares? Like, who exactly. actually cares? Yeah, <laughs> like you're doing what you love, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow, I love that. That's so like, and even the fact that you signed up that day once you had yeah. that, that chat with your boyfriend, like, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy for you, Neve. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So then I suppose after you had began um, your nutrition course, were there moments of self-doubt, I suppose, as you're approaching leaving then to go to New Zealand and you're, I suppose, you're leaving home, you've got this business idea, like were there mm. moments that, that kind of crept in that were kind of testing? Definitely. Like... God, there's still moments of doubt every day but do you know at the start like the nutrition space especially online and social media is so competitive and there's a lot of big names and big voices there and it can be quite intimidating so like there has been a few moments where I'm like what the hell am I doing there are people much more qualified than me speaking about all this stuff um but I'm just just kind of plodding away doing my own thing staying in my own lane um but yeah definite moments of doubt but I think I I kind of self-soothe and overcome yeah so like that brings me to my next question like what what are the tools that you use then so like I know I suppose we could focus on you adjusting to New Zealand um if you want or you could again focus on like you dealing with the self-doubt with the social media Mm. tools I use yeah Uh, yeah to adjust to it or kind of ground yourself so I'm a big I like deep breathing you know just like really not necessarily meditation because I've kind of fallen out of the habit of it but just five deep breaths like in for don't seven out for 11 or anything just kind of I find it really grounds me because when I'm like anxious or like overthinking things I get my breath gets so shallow and it's all like you know kind of a cycle so I'm like hold on take a moment take a few deep breaths what else do I oh I'm a big I'm a big pro-con list person it would like if there's anything if there's a middle million things rattling in my head I'm like get it all on paper figure it out just kind of do a brain dump and see will that help and journaling I find helps as well just to kind of get it as get it on paper and lots of times interesting things come out of it 
Oh, I think journaling is incredible. Yeah. Especially when you don't give yourself an end goal, you just write and you don't have any yeah. in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because I hadn't journaled and I, I used to, I used to be great for meditation, great for journaling, and then kind of life got in the way. But I'm trying to get back into it again. And I've been journaling now for the past month or so. And it's, it's been really like helpful and transformative and like mm. kind of taking a lot of the edge off. Exactly. And it, like you said, it's a brain dump. You just empty yeah. the box. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then for you, was there a moment where, oh, this is working? Like, I can see this happening. Yeah. Like, I'm so surprised with the positive reaction and like the group of people that have started following me on Instagram. I know it's like only a little mini following but they are amazing people and do you know I thought I'd have to fight tooth and nail for every follower and people have come to me very organically and I love it um and I've gotten a lot of support like I still think there's a lot like obviously there's a long way to go but I've really I do think it's working and I do already see how the nutrition like curriculum that I'm learning can fit into my medical side as well I know I love that I think when I saw you first set it up I was like what a genius idea because I had kind of known <laughs> obviously we haven't spoken in years yeah um, but I had kind of known you had gone into medicine just by I suppose to be honest I think just by us being friends on Facebook or something you know how you yeah. just live passing and um I remember when you said up, I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Such a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So was there's there... no one like me in Ireland, I don't think anyway. So for oh. now. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That's your unique selling point right there, girl. <laughs> oh God. I don't know. <laughs> we'll finish the course first. Yeah. Oh, so for you, like, is there like a moment where you kind of accept or you're, you're committed to it then? yeah like I think like signing up for the nutrition course like it was for me kind of it was a financial commitment you know time commitment I, I kind of said like look I'm not going to do it half hours like I'm doing it for the year I'm going to give myself the time give my and like energy commitment as well like I'm just going to put myself forward for this year work hard mm -hmm. you know so I, it's, it's good. It's nice to have something other than work to focus on and kind of work towards. Yeah. And it's great that I enjoy it as well. Exactly. And like you said, it's so important to have something outside of work that you do enjoy. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. And do you mind me asking, um, how is it then you're, you're coming from, let's say, New Zealand and then you're, tra you're transitioning then to London? Because I feel like this is such a unique opportunity. I've never interviewed someone who is about to leave and move somewhere else. This is really cool. I know, yeah. You're getting the fresh scoop now, Eilish. Uh, so, personal reasons. So, my... Sorry, okay. Oh, no, no. But, like, my amazing boyfriend, who's has been stuck in Ireland since August, right. was meant to come over to New Zealand he doesn't have the golden ticket of being a doctor, so he can't get over. Um, so we're doing long distance. Long distance is shite. Yeah. Like we've had a great, like we've been really great. Um, and I've seen loads in New Zealand and I'm really happy, but I just kind of made the call. I was like, life's too short to be doing this. So there was like, I'd initially considered, oh, I'll go back to Ireland. Or we'll go back to Cork. And I was like, I'm not done traveling. I'm not done adventuring. So picked London and yeah, so almost all set up. Um, yeah, and we're moving next month. Amazing. Is and is he going so to- So great. Here? Yeah, so we're meeting in London. Oh, yeah. so amazing. Yeah, I'm really excited. Oh, I can only imagine, of course, cause you haven't seen him since August, right? August, yeah, August 1st. Oh. <laughs> that so cool. Yeah, I know it's it's exciting, and like I've done, I'll have nine months put down in New Zealand, um, and I do really believe we'll come back. Yeah, when the world is a bit more normal and go traveling. 
yeah oh New Zealand is stunning like oh my god it's and it's huge like (laughs) you just don't realize everyone's like oh it's the same population as Ireland and you're like but it's like massive altogether like we just don't we can comprehend it's insane it's like um I remember when I was in New Zealand and someone had said there was another Irish person with me um that I met on my the kind of the trail we were doing and Mm. they said it's like Ireland on drugs like everything it is bigger like with the mountains and the the yeah the rivers and the lakes yeah like it is just like Ireland in that sense but bigger yeah oh I totally agree like some of the beauty like the natural landscapes are just breathtaking and it is you'd like imagine you're in like Clarny National Park Mm -hmm. but just on steroids like just (laughs) like it's but it's gorgeous like really breathtaking over here it is it is it is and it's like uh Karen Tool is just like a hill over there yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know like oh god I know yeah so vast it's just and it is beautiful it is and it's so like you can kind of see how they're so chilled as a population Mm. because they have so much nature like around them and it is so tranquil and relaxed you know yeah one thing I definitely want to take from the new the kiwi lifestyle they just have a great work-life balance they're just everyone's so good for like activities at the weekend you know go to the beach go on a hike go on multi-day hikes you know always making the most of the nature around you so I've done so like done more hiking in the past eight months than I have in the last few years um weather definitely helps undoubtedly but like I do and I've said it when I we go back to England now do I want to try and get more hiking in and more outdoor stuff because I think you know when you're abroad you make the most of it while you're like at home where you're like oh, I'll do it another weekend like there's a new Netflix show out we won't be doing that yeah <laughs> so I think try and bring that bit of the lifestyle over here back with me is important yeah yeah definitely um I'm just I'm just picturing New Zealand now I'm just curious does the weather differ much to Ireland during the year because I was only there at Christmas time oh my god it's so much warmer where we like yeah like at like winter so I came at the tail end of winter to be fair I'm doing it really well I'll get three summers in a row how I'm (laughs) I'm chasing summer but um the winters get quite cold here very cold and not made better by the fact that none of the houses are insulated because they just don't do that here so like everywhere has no air conditioning but no no insulation so it's a bit like you just have to have lots of duvets and blankets and stuff but the summer Christ it gets hot like last month February was sweltering and it's like that's I mean I can't say much to you now over in the UAE but you know like that sticky heat where you're just like I can't breathe like showering like you step out and you're like oh I'm all sweaty again like it does get very hot but like in the kind of spring autumn times it's lovely and a lot less rain yeah I didn't know that because I actually was under the impression that like the rest of the year that it is very mm. Ireland so that's I didn't know that but it is a little bit warmer and drier it is it's like if they said someone said it to me if you flip say New Zealand on the equator up to Europe it'll be about where Portugal is and that kind of makes sense so it is warmer all right okay yeah but that's on the North Island as well I think the South Island is a bit colder okay right that's so interesting love it and did you have to do the quarantine when you arrived in New Zealand I did yeah um stayed in a hotel for two weeks it was grand like you know you knew what we were going into but at the same time by the end of it you're kind of like let me out of here you know you're sick of seeing the same people you're like god I wonder what's the next street over doing your little loop in the car park but I mean you get your food you like it was really good to adjust to the jet lag actually but, um, Sorry, what was the loop in the car park oh so like you had there was a car park and that was where we could have our exercise for the day and you just oh. literally the driveway of the of the hotel you just walk over like over and back and over and back like you did feel like a bit of a prisoner but 
So how long, was that? How long were you allowed outside for? Could you like you see? I think they've gotten more strict since I arrived. We could go whenever we wanted, but I know now people have to make appointments to do it oh my and God. like book in for your walk. So oh, okay, okay. But I like you could get like Uber Eats ordered here, and you can get your food ordered and stuff. Yeah. Like it wasn't prison, prison. Yeah, I've seen a lot of black <laughs> like between Australia and New Zealand. More so, yeah. I've seen a lot of like bloggers that would be on social media that they kind yeah, of yeah. document it. And it is, it looks really like, it looks testing, but at the same time, people make it work, right? They just kind of make yeah. it work. Yeah. yeah, like you make it work. The only people I felt really sorry for were the, ki- the people with young children. Like, can you imagine keeping a four-year-old inside a room all day? And you're like trying to explain to them logically, we need to do this for two weeks, stay away from everyone. I know. Do you know? It them to grass, you know. Yeah, you you do what you got to do. Yeah, but at least you've one stint of the hotel quarantine under your bed. You're an expert now when you go back. <laughs> I know. I still have to. It's gas. I coming from New Zealand still have to quarantine in London. Right. But thankfully, I don't have to go to go to a hotel. I can do it in a place like a house. House. Oh, that's fantastic. Mm. Well, that's brilliant. Is yeah, that, is that because you are coming from New Zealand? Is it because it's specific to a country? No, well, it's more. I'm not traveling through like the travel banned country, oh, the red yeah. list for UK. Because I was meant to be flying back through Dubai um, with Emirates, and then it was like, no, no traveling. Yeah. It's like gotten super strict. You'd have to go into a hotel and pay like two thousand pounds. And I was like, kind of don't want to do that now. So. I'm going through Singapore so fingers crossed that all things COVID stay chill in Singapore yeah you're dead right you're dead right so for you how have you used this opportunity for growth in your life um how have I used I think a few like practically it's been really good for my time management because I've realized if I don't plan out my time I don't get anything done and like you know I'm like now I'm like balancing so many things and I'm like I just need to be more organized mm-hmm. um it's also helped me with my like, like my comparisonitis my own illness that I've created there um just with all like do you know I get so I can get paralyzed at times with the amount of other people doing things that are similar to what I'm doing, creating content that are, is similar to what I'm doing. And I'm like, what am I even doing? Mm-hmm. Like there's enough out there already. So I've gotten, I've used it, the opportunity to grow kind of through that and realize, no, like I still have value to add and I can still, even if I help one person, two people, you know, it's still worthwhile and I really enjoy it. Yeah. So why not? And is, do you mind me asking off the cuff, like, do you have Mm. a vision of like working with people one-on-one with nutrition in your business or is it to become a GP, like you said, and bring in the nutrition element? Um, I do, the plan, the vague plan is that I would like to work with people Mm. one-on-one kind of after I finish, mainly just to like get the practice in and like learn how to coach people with their nutrition and actually like make find what works with people because obviously like everything I'm doing right now is theory and learning and knowledge which is great but actually having the the interactions with people who are coming to help to ask for help like it's very different to interacting with a patient who's sick and you're the doctor it's more a kind of a co- like a, a teamwork thing so I think I will work one-on-one with a few people, like, God, if I can make it fit in, yeah. in my head, I like I have infinite time, but I think I will work one-on-one just to like kind of figure out what works for people, maybe set like a kind of a program where I can simplify. So I'm just have a program that works for people and then maybe, because it'll be a few years before I'm a GP anyway, so yeah. something to keep me entertained. Yeah, yeah. Um. So for you, like, how long does it take to become a GP? So in Ireland, it takes four years. Oh, wow. So four more years. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much study involved. I actually take my hat off to you. Wow. Yeah. 
and that's the shortest one but yeah if could be another 10 years if I was going to be a surgeon or something it's a long long road yeah yeah but it's it's worth it as well it's a very rewarding job absolutely and I think I'm like we're all running our own race like I think in college I was very like oh I you know you mark yourself against your peers and then as when you get out into the bad world you realize oh everyone's doing their own thing you go off and do a master's you often take a year out I'm like I'm in no rush I'll be a GP forever whenever I get there yeah I might as well enjoy this time in the middle when I've I've my youth exactly exactly (laughs) yeah oh so for you like were there any lessons learned from your move to New Zealand god yeah yeah like god moving is tough like I don't pack light like I'm such a bring everything in the house, the kitchen sink so like the actual like moving with minimal amount of stuff I found really tough but just being more adaptable and I would say I'm quite a resilient person but like you know the healthcare system is totally different to the one in Ireland um so like just putting yourself into the deep end there was quite a steep learning curve but I've learned that I'm quite adaptable you just make it work fit in I think it's an Irish thing yeah I did just going with going with a smile yeah like I'm eager to learn I'm clear what I'm doing just like (laughs) (laughs) how can I help (laughs) it is an Irish thing definitely yeah I think it is yeah yeah oh so yeah, I'm just, I'm, it's so cool because, like, I am really interested to see how you get on in, in London. Like, for you, like, how do you feel about your move to London? Are you, like, especially with the with COVID situation, how do you feel about moving back there? Not back, but moving there. Yeah, like, I'm really excited. I'm, like, I think, obviously, it'll be a big change with you know coming from here where we've no covid we're very lax with our rules Mm -hmm. to going somewhere where you know london had the highest rates in the world at one point um i think i'll just make it work i've luckily now to be fair i've gotten my vaccine i've gotten my first vaccine and should have my second before i fly which has given me a lot of peace of mind deal with the traveling and with the working Mm -hmm. um I think it's inevitable. Like I worked with COVID before leaving, yeah. you know. I think things, it'll be interesting to see how things have changed since since like spring last year to spring this year, just because so much has developed with like variants and stuff, but yeah. a bit nervous, but mostly excited. And what department will you be going into? Uh, so I'm going locuming, which is like substitute teaching. So mm-hmm. I just today actually which is exciting I got my first email with like available jobs so no official job yet but hopefully get something solid in the next few weeks but I'm I want to go back to adults for a bit because I've been on pediatrics now for eight months and I really love it so I'm kind of like I'll go back to adults to make sure I still like them otherwise (laughs) (laughs) be a totally different route for me (laughs) yeah so now I suppose we'll go into our quick fire round of questions. Um, I've loved learning about all this, like especially <laughs> learning about the, the healthcare system and the training, because like in medicine, it just sounds like, um, I suppose we always know how hard doctors work. Yeah. They're speaking to you and how dedicated you are. And, you know, you are a lifelong learner and it's a credit to you for, for having oh, that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a long road. But it's a it's a road like well, you get into it knowing that it's not just the six year degree, that's just that's just the the foundation the start, the tip of the iceberg iceberg even. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we'll start with the quick fire round. Um what is the first thing you notice about a person? Ooh, their smile and like does it reach their eyes? Do you know, like, oh. I was trying to think about this. Do you know, like, the energy someone gives off to you? So, yeah. like, but smile, definitely, I think. 
you have a fantastic smile also by the way oh god <laughs> thank you yeah honestly you haven't changed a bit since football you're still the same person like you're so fab oh. <laughs> um what habits do you have that improve your life Ooh. so the deep breathing again i'm pretty good with that journaling and reading like I listen to a lot of audiobooks, but I also try and like read, properly read as well. Um, yeah, I think my life would be a lot messier without it. Yeah. <laughs> without what? Sorry. Without the reading and all of it, the journaling, trying to. I okay. Think, yes, I know. In a heap. Yeah. <laughs> but touching on that, actually, I'll go down to the other question. Like, are there any books you have read that have um, influenced you in a positive way? so many um there's a few that stand out that like I come back to again and again um I'm not sure if you're mindset by Carol Dweck is one of them I love I love it I just I think it's so useful it's kind of about basically the difference of having a fixed mindset where black and white this is the only way it could be or a growth mindset where we might be in the gray area, but we can move from it. We can learn from it. Would recommend. I'm not doing her justice by that. <laughs> but um, no, it's great. What else? Lost Connections. Really loved that. Yes. Really thought that was great. Mm. Um, and I remember reading that and I was like, I'd love to bring what he had in about the kind of the social prescribing. I'd love to bring that into my practice as well. And kind of the more a more holistic not everything is about medications approach and the importance of social the social aspect of our lives um also atomic habits by james clear has yeah this has also helped my time management this year because um yeah i'm i love books you know i'm thinking here as you're speaking what a dream doctor you're going to be for your patients like really <laughs> honestly but the fact that you're taking into consideration like the social aspect of people's lives and how much they connect with people like yeah. it's, so, it's such an important component in people's lives like honestly your patients are lucky to have you oh god <laughs> I still need to get long way to go yet but yeah I think it could help a lot of people definitely if you include all of that and what you're looking at when you're looking at a patient definitely definitely yeah fantastic doctor you are you already are thanks thanks Eilish <laughs> so what's on your bucket list oh bucket list covid gone away I really want to go to the Philippines mm. I just it looks so beautiful and um I've never been diving so I really want to go diving as well I've been snorkeling and I've loved it. So I want to like, get my paddy divers thing and go diving. I want to go to Japan, Japan and cherry blossom season. Mm. And I just love to do like a big Central America, South America trip. But then, do you know, it's hard to know when this these things will become available to us again. Mm. Do you know, hopefully sooner rather than later. Well, they're not going anywhere fast, so you can always. Yeah, go. yeah, and I definitely want to come back this direction and like go, like get to Fiji and Samoa and the Cook Islands and stuff, yeah. um, and Australia because I have a few friends over there now, and you know, in my head, I was like, oh yeah, sure, all of this will be cleared up by the time, you know, I'm down in New Zealand, and then no, <laughs> not hope, <laughs> but I will, yeah, no, but I just like I kind of in my head I'd romanticize it. it was like yeah we'll be all finished by 2021 and we'll be traveling and doing everything again but I'll come back I know I will yeah but I think the whole world had that kind of rose tinted glasses view anyway we yeah. all it was going to be okay in 2021 but now it's kind of looking yeah. different now it's like 2022 yeah. fingers crossed <laughs> and I was just going to ask yeah. you wasn't there talk of um New Zealand and Australia creating like their own travel bubble there was so that was half that was like the conversation when we moved over mm -hmm. and then 
COVID went bananas in Australia and New Zealand kind of lifted their hands off and were like, actually, we'll have nothing to do with you. Right. Recently, I know travel from New Zealand to Queensland has been allowed. But then at the same time, you still have to quarantine coming back from Australia. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I think it's like $3,000 if you just are going on holidays to be quarantining. Like, you know, so it's still not quite there, but they've started vaccinating here now. So hopefully soon. And that's actually impressive that they have started vaccinating in New Zealand, or even though they're COVID free, you know, that's fantastic. Yeah. 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 I think for their point of view, like they need like tourism and like international trading is such a vital part of their economy. So they can't have a bunch of people bringing who are vaccinated, bringing COVID and then their own population isn't vaccinated at all. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's great. They're doing it. Jacinda Arden is amazing. Uh, I was just going to touch on that. How amazing. Oh my God, what a hero. Like, I just saw yesterday what they did for um, maternity for people. Yeah, and the miscarriages. Like, that stuff is just groundbreaking. Like, you're just, she's such a leader. And you're just like, she's amazing. But she leads with such compassion and with so much empathy. Like, it's, it's so admirable. Oh, she's an absolute queen. Yeah. And people love her here. That's good. Yeah. She's loved, she's loved around the world as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people I, know. I was like, we love her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. She's, she is fantastic. And a lot of people could, like, a lot of leaders around the world could definitely learn a thing or two with the way she leads with compassion. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, Neve, what are you most grateful for in your life? Um... I think my friends and family and my boyfriend I think without all of them I wouldn't be the person I am today or where I am today um and just I don't know where it came from but I'm very like you might be able to tell I'm a very positive person and like my positive attitude and work ethic has always kind of brought me forward mm-hmm. and just as well like my privilege because I mean I am a a white Irish person who's you know middle class no problems really do you know, I think it needs to be recognized sometimes yeah I'm quite lucky we're very lucky from where we come from yeah yeah we are we are for sure you're very self-aware Neve. oh god I don't know <laughs> you, are. you have so much self-awareness honestly lots of work hard work put in <laughs> natural I think it comes natural to you I think it does so for you yeah. um to end on this one what's your favorite song you'd like to share this has stressed me out more than any other question that I had predicted were, were coming up because <laughs> I'm like desperate with music but oh. I will I can't I like landed on one like one I've been listening to quite a lot recently is Black Puma's Colors okay really nice you should have a listen I will Black Puma's Colours I wrote that down yeah and who is Black Puma I think they're a band I think they're American this is a Spotify has suggested you might like this and I was like oh yeah grand I love when Spotify does that it's so accurate it's so smart yeah it's kind of so great (laughs) yeah (laughs) it is it is so Niamh, where can people find you on social media? Um, so the best place is at the moment Instagram. So the health nut doctor. Um, yeah, that's where everything is at the moment. But hopefully in the next few months, I'll have a website and all those things. But yeah, Instagram for now. Excellent. Yeah. I definitely recommend people following her for her informative videos, but she marries it perfectly with some fun as well. You can tell you have so much fun creating it. So I definitely recommend people to check out Neil's yeah. doctor page. Well, Neil, thank you so much for coming on and for just like being so positive and so open with your journey and, you know, letting us into the side of COVID and being a doctor and also 
the way you're approaching your career in a more holistic fashion I think there's big things to come for you I can see it I really can oh thanks so much Eilish and like it's actually been such a pleasure I was so nervous but no you've been amazing and thanks so much for having me on we should definitely do it again this has been great yeah definitely and listen yeah. you know one day when we're when we're in the same country we'll definitely meet up fingers crossed where will that be though are you I'm moving not... home anytime soon I don't think um, or have you any plans oh sure you know yourself now it's always <laughs> more year I may as well get that time yeah, yeah. like <laughs> you know yeah. like I'd say my family and friends stick and listen to me um the pandemic definitely put a, a spanner in the works to yeah a few plans that I had originally so I just thought okay I'm gonna definitely stay another year um but yeah, like I'm definitely, the itch is there. Yeah. You know, it's definitely coming. So we'll see now in the next year or two. But um, but famous last words. I said that when I, I know. was year, <laughs> year three and I'm here nine years. You know, you just don't. Oh my God. Is it nine now? Yeah, wow. Fair Yeah. Very easy happen though. I have two feet firmly in the quicksand as I call it. <laughs> But it's good. I'm so happy here. I have a great group of friends here. I'm very fortunate. Um, I love my job. Like I'm, I'm in a really um, rewarding school. Like it's a real positive mm. environment, and I love what I'm doing on the side with the coaching. So I do feel very fortunate. Um, yeah, it can be kind of hard to walk away from as well. You know. I know. Yeah. But sometimes it's interesting. We, yeah, we should check in in a few years and see, or in like a year. Definitely. I know see where we are few years like because we haven't spoken so long <laughs> <laughs> the last time I saw you honestly was on the pitch Castle Island Desmond's in a Desmond shirt yeah I honestly think that's the last time I saw you and I was yeah. I didn't god the last time I played with Desmond's was in college yeah oh like such a long time ago in years yeah do you so yeah. you touched on that um I was in Castle Island did you go to Grey Cloche then Tree? I did yeah 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 unreal I loved it it was actually great yeah oh great memories from there well girl thank you so much and um I, yeah let's definitely catch up again yeah oh this has been great Eilish. thanks so much for having me on thank you so much yeah.